It's probably South African music. Uh, 24 minutes until we get to two. It is Wednesday, the Women Crush edition of the show because the playlist is absolutely filled by amazing women musicians. This one is Ami Faku teaming up with the Kifness. It's titled Lose You. I did promise you that run right about now, I'll be chatting all things the most fascinating creatures I've ever met in life, which I was scared of, and that is snakes. I'm talking uh, about Simon Keys as well as Susie. If you don't know who they are, they are famous for their show that's on National Geographic Wild, which is called Snakes in the City. And Simon Keys is originally from the UK, but decided to move into South Africa around 2005. And ever since, he has taught himself how to handle reptiles. And Susie, who's also his partner, is a herpetologist, which happens to be a zoologist who studies reptiles. And they're sitting right across me today. Um, Guys, how are you? Fantastic. Great, yeah, good to be here. <laughs> the last time you and I interacted, was, I think it was two weeks ago when you were launching season seven, and you guys have been very busy ever since. We have, yes. It's uh, summer here, or well, it's warming up here. Yeah. And snakes are being very active and a little bit cheeky. I mean, you guys have been going on for uh, six seasons now, which are already on television, but you're shooting the next one, which is season seven. That's but right. I'm, a f- I'm familiar with the show and what you guys get to do. But for someone who's listening right now and they're like, who the hell is Simon and Susie? What would you say you guys do? Okay, so we basically rescue unwanted reptiles, mainly snakes that enter people's properties, schools, trucks, cars, you name it. They get into some strange places, uh, generally because people take up most of you know, the wildlife space these days. Mm. Uh, we're encroaching on their habitat, like the monkeys and things like that. So, but yeah, we don't just rescue snakes. Sometimes we might come across a dog. It might, might be a monkey, a bird of prey. We rescue them and then put them back into the wild, basically, where they belong. Would you say that uh, the work that you do, guys, rescuing reptiles that are unwanted sort of led to you guys falling in love with these creatures because you have, I think, about 25 deadly ones in your home? That's correct, yeah, we do. We have a montage of cobras, rattlesnakes, other vipers. Um, yeah, so we've got some pretty deadly stuff there. Susie, just to pick your brain, I mean, Durban, like you said, is kind of warm. We have a lot of humidity here, a lot of vegetation as well. And we've been considered one of the greenest cities in the world. Would you say it's the most ideal place for you to come every now and then to shoot snakes in the city? And what are some of the advice would you uh, give to a person who bumps into a snake in their backyard? Yeah, for us, this is definitely a great place to be. We've got some great species of snakes. And worldwide, you've probably got one of the most famous snakes, which is the black mamba. Lots of people know that snake. So, you know, you're on the map for having a black mamba. Very lucky. (laughs) Um, But yes, if you do come across a snake, as easy for me to say it, do not panic. That's the key advice. Do not panic. Thank God you acknowledge that for you. It is easy to say because you deal with them every day. But for me, I'm like, this is something new today. (laughs) (laughs) They're more scared of you than you are of them. That's the thing. Not really. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. It's true. (laughs) 100%. And we only say that the only dangerous snake is an approach snake so if you do have a snake nearby in your room in your garden if you go towards it it will defend itself that's when bites can happen so the key thing is is to stay out of its way and then call a snake catcher as simple as that so um with the young generation like me i I grew up people telling me that snakes are different just shy away from them completely but your show would you say it offers some sort of educational element to young people about snakes and them being not so much of you know harmful and stuff 
there's, well, the whole show is educational, which is brilliant for us. We're educating everybody around the world about how snakes are and, you know, basically uh, not to be frightened of them and not to kill them. And for us here also in Durban, um, teaching people that there are people to help you. Snake catchers come out, they can help you. And we are educating and changing attitudes, and that's, that's brilliant for us. Simon, tell me, um, if I catch a snake in my backyard, yeah. would you recommend I keep it? Well, it depends on what type of snake it is. You know, one of our most common snakes, like the variegated bush snake, or the garden snake, some people call it, which is a long, thin, green one with black spots. Fantastic, harmless snake. Um, children do keep them as pets, adults too. However, you've got to catch geckos, because that's what they mainly feed on, is uh, lizards. So, so you can't buy geckos at a store? No, you you know, you've got to catch them. So it's better off, really, in the wild, that one. But something like a brown house snake... Mm-hmm. Um, they do make good pets if they're cared for properly, but do your research. You know, it's no good just getting a snake out of your garden and sticking it in a you know a tank. I'm asking this question because my 12 year old cousin's sister, yeah. um, who happens to live back home with me in East London, she wants a snake. Yeah. But I was like, Mom, let's just stop on it for a while. Well, let's do our research. Yeah. What snakes can we have in my head? I'm thinking it's that yellow gigantic snake that we can have. I mean, it can excuse you, but it can't <laughs> you know bite you. I was thinking along those lines. Yeah, well, you could do the Burmese, couldn't you? But um, they're a bit more advanced. Oh, great. You have one. We've got one right here. Oh, okay. Let's just make sure that it doesn't come to my hands here in the desk because I'm not sure what will go on the radio after that. Um, It's very friendly. So those, this is one of the friendly snakes you can keep in, at yeah. home as a pet. Yeah, that's correct. It's, so which one is this one? This is a brown house snake. So this is an adult. Uh, oh. Don't get a it's great deal bigger than that. It's very small for an adult, though. Yeah, it's a yeah. little constrictor. Oh. Yeah. So it's rodents. Um, you can see it's not biting, not being mean or aggressive. Yes. And can make lovely pets. So we recommend. I'm, I'm looking at the at the skin right now. It's very smooth and very shiny as well. Yep. Is it not supposed to have like a very rigid kind of skin underneath so that it can crawl easily? They do. They move. She's oh, yeah. underneath, so that's yeah. how they can move. They use these scales. Okay. Um, and they are smooth. Are you going to touch it to see how smooth they are? I will touch <laughs> it, but not now because I still have work to do. Um, you guys are currently shooting season seven, which you launched in Umtlanga two weeks ago at the Earth Touch Studios. I suppose that's uh, the production company that's yeah. working with you guys. Um, you're currently shooting now for next year. I want to pick your brain. What is some of the most tricky situation that you've encountered with a snake while shooting? Oh, we get lots. We don't have much time, but I'll take <laughs> one from Susie and one from Simon. Uh, tricky situations, I think scary situations can be obviously snakes that aren't too keen to be caught. And I think it was in season five, we had Psycho Sally. And I always say to people... Oh, the famous Psycho famous Sally. Famous Psycho Sally, which is a Is snake. she back in the wild now? <laughs> she she is, is indeed. Oh. <laughs> Somewhere. She was very grumpy. She did not want to be caught up. Um, it was a black mamba, by the way. And um, yeah, she nearly bit all of us, the crew. She was everything. female. I suppose that's why she was called Sally. She was having a she, bad day. Yeah. Nothing about females. Just she was having a bad day. <laughs> she didn't want I to was be not trying to say anything, Susie. <laughs> Simon, for you, what would you say has to be the most um, tricky situation you encountered while shooting? Um, obviously, it happens every day, different circumstances. Probably the most dangerous one um, was probably when I went down the tunnel to get the python. There was, a, I can't remember what season it was now, it was kind of into... Two. Inter, inter, oh, is it two, is it? Okay. Oh. So I crawled down a, a tunnel to get a python out, uh, which was just like a soil tunnel that could eroded naturally over the years. But um, we went quite far in to get this thing out because they were going to put fuel down there and burn it. 
Uh, so, which is cruel. I mean, that's a horrible thing to the do. The first thing you thought, let's try and let's try and get it, it out. First. Yeah, but I mean, I found, eventually found the python, and it just wrapped around me. It wasn't oh. too big; it was about three meters one. So I was strong enough to keep it from you know constricting me. But it, I was worried about the tunnel collapsing. So yeah. if it collapsed, we, we, I myself and the python and my cameraman obviously would have died. So yeah, that was a bit hair raising. But, but we did get out. out. <laughs> we came out with the python and uh, saved it and relocated it somewhere nice. I think that's one of the things that informed you to be much more uh, careful when it comes to such reptiles now, because you've been going mm-hmm. on for so many seasons thereafter. Yep. Um, Susie, you are a herpetologist, which yep. is something I learned today, brand new thing that I found out, which happens to be a zoologist, right? Yes. Who studies reptiles? Absolutely. Now I I'm sitting at home or in my car wherever, but my kid or my cousin or my brother's been telling me about this whole herpetologist thing and wants to study it. What would you say to someone like that who thinks that they have a passion for reptiles and all of that? Well, first of all, I think that'd be brilliant if they do because I think it's so such a good thing to have a passion for nature in general. Um, at a young age, just study and try to do well at school or do well at school in your sciences. And if you can have anywhere that can, you can volunteer, if someone can help you in a zoo or in a reptile park, um, that's how you can initially start and get involved that way. But just study, you know, you'll never stop learning. I never stop learning. So read books, watch documentaries, watch Snakes in the City. <laughs> that's a good show to watch to learn about snakes as well. <laughs> I'm a little bit biased, um, but definitely study. Just study hard. Susie, you're originally from the UK. So would you say this is a kind of a program that's offered in certain places? And is it offered somewhere in South Africa as well? Sorry, what's the, I don't understand the... Um, the study of, uh, of oh, reptiles and all, is it, yeah. you know, sort of specific to certain countries or you can find it all over? All over, I believe, and here you would get it as well. But yeah, it's all over, so herpetology, yeah, same as zoology, herpetology is something that's offered. Before I let you guys go, um, season seven is coming up. Um, before I can actually watch it on my screen, which is going to be a long way from now. But where can I find you guys on social media, online, call you, all of those yeah. kind of situations, just yeah. to keep up with, you know, it's amazing things that you get to do while you're shooting before I actually get to watch the season. Yeah. If you want to contact us just to say hi, do that through our Facebook page, which is Snake City Fans, and we've also got Instagram. Um, but for snake emergency call-outs, and I have to emphasize, emergencies only, as much as we love hearing from everyone, um, if there's a, an emergency situation and someone's trying to tell us all about their favorite snakes, uh, unfortunately we have to kind of drop their call and get on to the emergency one. So any snake call-outs, um, call us 063-234-6932. Please repeat that number yep. for me. It's 063-234-6932. And whilst filming, there's no charge. So if you have a snake problem, genuine one, please. <laughs> Don't just phone up if you want to be on TV. Okay, so <laughs> um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's get this out of the way. So you're filming now. When do you finish filming? Yeah, a few weeks now. Yeah, about three, yeah. four weeks-ish. Okay, so literally you have four weeks to call them and get like a snack handler situation for free because they are filming right now. After that, you, you'll be charged. So I, I did plug you there a little bit. Yeah, most snake catchers ask for a donation or something <laughs> to keep going, you know, because it's, it's quite a, you know, it's a lot of wear and tear on their vehicles and fuel and things like that. So, But while we're filming, obviously, there's no charge at all. Okay, before I let you guys go today, were you filming anything? Where were you filming? Today? Mm-hmm. No, because the rain. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's been a very quiet day. I've been waiting, you know, anxiously for the phone to ring. But days like this happen and the snakes don't move around. You know, they're not silly. They don't go out in the rain if it's cold and windy, which it was this morning. But it's brightening up now. So, fingers crossed, maybe this afternoon. You never know. Okay. Anyway, before I guys let you go, once again, uh, social media, Snake City fans on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter, is it the same? 
There's all the same, yes. You'll be able to find us on there. And the number is 06 what? 063-234-6932. Guys, thank you so much for coming through. Now I think it's time for me to touch the snake, but we have to play some music while I do that in case I die. (laughs) 